Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. Hey, guess what day it is? It's Monday. That's right. It keeps coming back. And you know what that means? So does Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller from the Holy Land in Hadera, Israel. And I want to welcome back my best friend in the whole world, my special <laughs> guest host from old, from America. Please give it up to for, for Miss Roy Amosinian. <laughs> yeah, I have you tongue-tied. You're so shocked that I'm here. <laughs> I'm so shocked that you're here that I, I, I couldn't speak because, you know, normally you screw me over and for like six months you went MIA and then you say, yes, I'm doing this show I'm next coming, week. I'm coming, I'm in. And, th- and then you never show up. <laughs> Last week you were supposed to do the show Touché. and you said, oh, oh, my, I had a, I had a, my flight was delayed. I, I couldn't make it. I'm like, I, I think you just make up stuff. I think of every excuse in the book. You really I should like, write a. I should write a paper on that. <laughs> Roya, all you're doing is sitting in the comfort of your home talking, and yet yes. you can't even get <laughs> do that. You have to be the laziest person on earth. <laughs> Fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, let's welcome our listeners, of course, as usual, uh, where you live, the United States of China, uh, Canada, South Africa. Uh, the Netherlands, of course, Israel, Brazil, Greece. Oh, Roya, Slovakia. Yeah. And hey, you know who else is listening? You were there this summer, Spain. Spain, yeah, I love Spain. Welcome. And, and the country of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a says. great country. Have you ever I been there? That. No, I've never <laughs> been there. And oh my God, all the way from Africa, <laughs> Uganda. Hello, Uganda. Uganda. <laughs> Good. We have a nice. Uh, Diverse uh, listening. We have crew a nice, this morning. progressive, diverse, multicultural <laughs> crowd that the lefts would love. Right. Good. Good. You're very diverse, Stephen. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, how are you? You good? I'm good. Yep, I'm good. I stayed up a little late late to watch the Super Bowl, which kind of stunk. That's nice. right. I wanted to um, mention. So last night I was going to ask you, how mm-hmm. was the Taylor, Taylor Swift Bowl? Was it good? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I just want to watch football. So and I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't have like, you know, preteen girls. So uh, it's not my thing. It's not my jam. And then there was a little controversy. I don't know if you watched Stephen, but all around the world, you know, this is, um, you know, on live TV. And um, what's his name? Travis Kelsey, who is Taylor Swift's man, had a little childish outburst um, with his coach. Yeah, it was really quite um, like alarming and disrespecting. What happened? Well, he got apparently he got taken out for a play. Travis Kelsey got taken out for a play, which then led to a fumble. And he was irate, threw his helmet down um, on the sideline and he got into coach Andy Reid's face in a really angry kind of um, physical furious tantrum. It was, wow. it was, yeah, it was not a good luck. I, I don't like that at all. And, you know, Andy Reid's like 65, you know, he's been in the league. He was the Eagles head coach or Philadelphia Eagles for a long time. And, right. you know, he just, he deserves a lot of respect, you know, um, win or lose, he deserves respect. And, um, 
Yeah, he got physical with him. He actually pushed him. He pushed what? Andy Reid. Yeah, pushed him. You got to look this. Everyone's got to look this up online because I found it really upsetting. And they kind of um, glossed over it a little bit, like the commentators glossed over it. But it was a really irate, like screaming in Andy Reid's face. Close up. He pushed Andy Reid. Andy Reid fell off his balance. You know, um, you know, he's he's a little portly. He's an older gentleman, 65. You know, if somebody did this to your parent, you'd be pretty upset. And Andy Reid kind of stumbled. He was he stumbled back. He almost fell over. The whole thing was just really in bad taste. So that was um, talked about a lot. Wow. On, on social media. Did, how, how many times did they uh, pan to Taylor Swift during that incident? Uh, so, you know, every time they pan to her, I would kind of look away because it really annoyed me. So I try not to do things that trigger me. So I would look away. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know some people were um, counting. So maybe someone in the audience uh, kept a count and could write in. But uh, it was at least at least good dozen times i'm sure and then of wow. course at the end when it when it went into overtime and in the end it got real tense and then you know it showed her kind of clutching her chest and biting her nails and then her excitement and then i didn't watch afterwards because i couldn't tolerate the whole kiss on the field and all that i'm just not i don't know it just doesn't seem so real to me there's not a lot of chemistry there i'm not i'm not into it and especially after that outburst i was not going to watch anything where travis kelsey was um celebrating I didn't like that. Wow. No, didn't well, like you know, uh, Uganda is a big NFL f- uh, oh. fan. You okay. Know, uh, so uh, maybe anyone from Uganda who saw that live can uh, can give us a call from hut number 62. <laughs> and, uh, I'd be curious what they think because it was just like not – it was not a good look at all. It was angry. It was like an angry yeah. outburst, childish. Call us up on your – call us up on your coconut, <laughs> Uganda. <laughs> The numbers on the website. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear from you about Travis Kelsey's bad behavior. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, you know, so I was going to say, uh, look, I hate to break it to everyone, but in my opinion, I've seen, I've sent you a lot of reels about this, but I'm mm-hmm. convinced that the NFL is now like the WWF and it's all scripted. Yeah. And, and like uh, Vegas has uh, yeah. taken over. And, uh, you know, yep. I, I personally thought Betting has made was. It. I, I think they wanted a new dynasty and they wanted to make them like the new 49ers of the 80s. So yep. they, uh, they, I think the game was fixed. It's just my yeah. opinion. I don't know. Well, because, yeah, immediately when they won in the overtime, which, um, you know, the, immediately the commentators were like, oh, dynasty, but Patrick Mahomes, you know, comparing him to Tom Brady and all this nonsense. So, yeah, it was the look that I think the NFL wanted. You know, if you, if you look at it, if you take a step back, it's like it went into overtime, which means more advertising money, right? Um, Kind of a nail biter. And then the whole Taylor Swift celebrating thing, you know, it it seems pretty scripted. You're right. Yeah. And not just that, but uh, uh, Travis, what's his name? Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey getting in the face of Andy Reid. That was probably planned. That's totally WWF. That's like, you know, you know, Travis Kelsey was probably like, you know, Hulk Hogan. Oh, what you going to do? What you going to do, Andy Reid, brother, when Travis (laughs) Kelsey goes crazy on you, brother? You take me out of the game, brother. And now there's a fumble and all the Travis Kelsey fans are going to come running after you. (laughs) That's right. It got a lot of social media um, attention. So, yeah, it's all part of it, right? You're not relevant unless they're talking about you, good or bad. <laughs> well, here's here's a good, nice, uh, lighten-up story. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Taylor uh, Swift, um, there is a – in uh, Minnesota, they have a um, – they have a uh, – it says here they have a snow plowing naming mm-hmm. contest. 
<laughs> this this is the opening story on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, they have a um, a snow plowing naming contest, and it says here uh, one of the uh, one. It says here um, travelers in northwestern Minnesota can shake off their trepidation about hitting the winter roads, knowing that Taylor Drift is clearing <laughs> a path of them. So, someone named their 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 snowplow Taylor Drift. And they won the contest. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> that's that really cute. Fun? I love that. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> it says here, Taylor Drift received 12,000 <laughs> votes, nearly twice as many as the second place finisher, which was even funnier, I think, uh-huh. Clark W. Blizzwald. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I love that. <laughs> that's right. And if anyone doesn't know, that's in honoring the star character of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which was a great uh, classic movie. All my favorite um, movies, the National Lampoon, those are all my favorite. Christmas Vacation. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, some of the other uh, contenders were uh, other winners. Um, there were 49 fi- finalists. Some of them were, uh, one of them was called, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Dolly Plowton. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Dolly Parton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the front end. <laughs> yeah. hey <laughs> Um, that's cute yeah. i love dolly so, um, it's really nice uh that uh the people in minnesota <laughs> as 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 horrible as the united states uh government is doing is <laughs> they're, right. they're, they're still uh they're uh having a snowplow contest i mean yeah. twelve thousand votes i mean uh i guess that's they're great. not paying attention to what's going on in there in, in the no they're living in their little world well i guess when you live in minnesota in the winter time you gotta find some things to like laugh at right so that's maybe right. they should tune in to lighten up on a snowy monday that's right. Yeah. Oh, we have some new uh, listeners here. From the Netherlands, Australia. Good day, mate. And Sweden. Hello, Sweden. Sweden. I've always wanted to go to Sweden. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be there next week. <laughs> Instead of being on Lighten Up, I'll be on a flight to Sweden. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Well, so that's the uh, Super Bowl uh, sports wrap uh, sports wrap-up. Actually, we do have another story uh, since we're on sports. Mm-hmm. Um I think you'll like this. Well, it's actually just ridiculous. It says here, so I didn't, apparently, um, I didn't know that uh, there was an Israeli women's basketball team. Oh. Yes. And it says here, uh, the Israeli basketball team wins after the Irish team refuses to shake their hands. (gasps) Oh, I saw that. Yes. You did? Yes. I saw that. I was like, what the heck? Why? why be in sports like you have to shake hands you have to there's there's that's part of sports right being like a a good sport first of all what shocks me is that there are jewish girls who are playing basketball and (laughs) irish girls that are playing basketball this to me is a shocker not the anti-semitic irish people (laughs) but the fact that there's irish women who are actually tall enough to play basketball and they're playing against a bunch of jews that's even funnier maybe they lower the net for this these two teams (laughs) <laughs> I, they must. But it says here, uh, Basketball Ireland fully supports our players in their decision. The national oh, governing wow. body for basketball in Ireland said in a statement regarding the refusal to shake hands with Israel's Ooh. team. Uh, meanwhile, they got killed anyway. So they lost uh, to the they lost to the 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 the, 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 the drunken Irish women lost <laughs> to the Jews. Eighty seven to fifty seven. They got killed. Oh, wow. They, they came right from the bar. <laughs> right to the game. <laughs> 
<laughs> I tell you, I'm not shaking no Jew's hand. They whipped us 87 to 57. I'm not shaking no Jew's hand. Now pass me a shot of whiskey. <laughs> it said oh, here boy. it was a uh, for a Euro basket. It was uh, it says here Ireland 87 to 57 in the first game of the 2025 Women's Euro Basketball Qualifier. Uh, I guess it was in Ireland. I'm not sure. On Thursday evening, a game in which uh, sports, which sport uh, was overshadowed by politics mm. when uh, the Irish team refused to shake hands with the Israeli counterparts. Now, I don't know if they didn't want to shake their hands because they were Jews or they got their tuchus kicked 87 <laughs> to 57. Um, but or they couldn't said, wait to get to the bar. They were just exiting the court early. <laughs> I don't I don't have time to shake your hand. There's free drinks at O'Malley's after the game. <laughs> Right, O'Malley's was calling. That's right. <laughs> um, it says here the move uh, came in response to comments made by Israeli players, and it was published by the IBBA that included inflammatory and wholly inaccurate accusations of anti-Semitism. So I guess mm. uh, they blamed it on the Jews, of course, that they deserved this because I guess the, <laughs> the Jewish women were talking smack before the game. Oh, poor the poor Irishmen, Irish women. They got their so, feelings hurt. That's right. So the, the Jewish Israeli women's team said uh, they said, oh, it's known that they are quite anti-Semitic and it's no secret. Oy, vey. <laughs> that, that's how they talk over there in uh, Israel. In, in Israel. The, Jewish, I mean, <laughs> the women the talk like that. It yeah, sounds they, like they an old Jewish like, guy. <laughs> they do. They're, they're old uh, Yiddish men with long beards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, anyway, but they got their butts kicked. So I guess Good. it really doesn't matter. Revenge. Yeah. So I just thought that that was uh, interesting now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no one wants to shake. Uh, it, th this happens all the time. You know, I've done a lot of stories here where during the summertime, the summer Olympics, uh, the Israel has a, a judo team in martial arts and mm -hmm. always the uh, Iranians and the Saudi right. Arabians. They never want to. They don't even no. want to. They don't even want to fight them. They they disqualify themselves. Right. Uh, they're just like, blah, 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 I am not going to fight that Jew. <laughs> well, you know, I feel if you can't come in and be a good sport and shake people's hands and, and be a good winner and a good loser, then you shouldn't be invited. So go back home and play with yourselves. That's right. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, that sounded dirty, Royal. Keep it clean. This you know show is mean. for Hashem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Well, I have a so, cute story. You're done you with did? Sports. You actually? Oh, yeah. go good. Beautiful. I know. Great. I didn't want you to be too disappointed with me, so I okay, found a couple ahead. stories. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I have a cute story. Okay, did you know? Do you know how old the oldest living person in the United States is? Joe Biden. <laughs> is he even living? <laughs> Every time I look at him, I think they're just propping him up there, like Weekend at Bernie's, the movie. <laughs> no, I, I do not know. How old is the oldest person? So the oldest living person in the United States is due to be celebrated in a parade marking her 116th birthday in Get California. Out. Yeah. Get out. 116? 116, and she's cute as can be. Listeners, if you look her up on the internet, she's adorable. She doesn't look a day over 115. No, she's adorable. <laughs> she's really cute. Edith. What say? Edith? Edith? They, That's yeah, my grandmother's Edith. name. Oh, is it? Oh, they call her Eddie. I wonder if my, grand, my grandmother never died. It was actually, <laughs> maybe it's my grandmother. Now, she faked her death. She would She's be back. 116 right now. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> she was born in 1908. Oh, so she's the oldest person living in the U.S. and the second oldest person living in the world. 
I don't know where the oldest person in the world is, but yeah. So she's cel- she's celebrating, and this is this is actually the funny part. So um, on Monday today, today actually, she is set to um, celebrate her 116th birthday with a drive-by parade at Holy Spirit Residential Care Home in California. So I'm thinking, drive-by parade? Are they shooting her, or are they just driving by and and <laughs> singing happy birthday? In I was California, just you never know. Like she, I said it sounds like she was going to do a drive-by for her. For my 116th birthday, I want to shoot some black people. <laughs> oh, here's a picture of her. I, I'm yeah. Looking her up. I, I Googled 116-year-old Edith. Yeah, isn't she oh cute? God. It's my grandmother. She's not dead. <laughs> uh, what's her last name? <laughs> no, cute, right? She's cute. Sherman. So, yep. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, if she's, she's looking doing. forward to carrot cake. She was promised a carrot cake by her uh, family members. That's my favorite cake. Well, if it's well, my uh, grandmother. <laughs> what What did she say? Did they ask her what the secret of long life was? Usually, they do that to people like that. Yes, yes. Well, I'll have to keep searching for that. And this one, she was really just talking about the carrot cake. <laughs> you know she, what? She lit up when she heard she was having carrot cake. Uh, my yeah. life should be so simple that my my greatest joy should be having a piece of carrot cake. <laughs> right. We should oh all take God. a lesson from this. Edith, happy Edith. birthday. To Happy 120, birthday. as they say in Judaism, because Moshe Rabbeinu died uh-huh. at 120. She's not oh. far off from being the no. same age as Moshe Rabbeinu. Moses. Okay. And she looks good. She looks like she's in good health. Her picture, she looks pretty perky. So good yeah, for her. Like oh, yeah. Wow. Well, that's a great story. Yeah. See, I found something. <laughs> yeah, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, here, speaking of old people, uh, oh. let's let's talk about your president, Joe Biden. Mm. So I know this has been all over the news. It's all over Israel. I mean, I read it all the time. It's so funny. It goes, he forgot the name of Hamas in a press conference. And that's not the first time earlier. So this week he forgot the name of Hamas. And then earlier in the week, last week, he got confused and thought that he met with the German, he, with the German, uh, no, he thought he met with the French prime minister who has actually been dead since 1996 and then he mixed up <laughs> the president of mexico and egypt mixed up their names. yes yes mexico um, and egypt can you imagine it says here after fumbling hamas's name biden mistakes dead leader for living one again again <laughs> it says here uh, u.s president joe biden uh confused the european leader with a dead predecessor for the second time in a week telling a yep. campaign event oh that he met Oh, my God, that he met the German ch- chancellor, Helmut Kohl. His name is Helmut. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, Helmut? <he's> German. <laughs> Big, large helmet. His name is uh, Helmut Kohl. Uh, four years after the German chancellor passed away. He died four years ago, and he said that he just met him. Just met him. He probably here, did, because yeah, Joe is. is like half in a coma himself. He says, <laughs> he says he's a, he sees dead people. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the movie. What's that movie? Yeah, it's, uh, the Sixth Sense by the Sixth M Night Sense. Shyamalan. That's yeah. Yeah, that's right. M Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. Okay. <laughs> it says here the 81 year old Gaff late Wednesday came a day after he appeared to forget the name of Hamas terror group while answering <sighs> questions from reporters. Uh, you know, they were asking about a ceasefire in Gaza Strip, and he called mm. them. The um, he called them the uh, he forgot the name Hamas and he said the um, the opponent. Yeah, he's like he the called, people, you know, the people, the the the, 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 the opponent. <laughs> he called the, their opponents, our opponents, and then, <laughs> and then someone said. Psst, psst. 
hey, retard, it's Hamas. And then he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's Hamas. <laughs> it's like my dad when I <laughs> my dad's 90 and he's like, you know, the thing, you know, you know, you know, Roya, the thing. I'm like, the thing. Could that's you be a little right. more specific? He's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, no, dad, actually, I don't. <laughs> Here, here's another gaffe he did. So late earlier in the week. Uh, he said that he spoke to a long, he had spoken to long dead French president, Francois Mitterrand, instead of the current leader, Macron, at the G7 summit in June. Uh, and that's also where he said he met Cole. So yeah. apparently he's meeting with dead people all over the world. <laughs> and someone needs, to, someone needs to wake him up. I, I, this is so embarrassing. It's I amazing. Mean, he's you meeting know, the, with dead people all over the world, all over you know planet what? Earth. <laughs> Maybe he should stay president. That's a gift. It's a gift. The man is talented. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty alarming. And, uh, you know, heading into this whole re-election, election year, it's um, it's pretty alarming. Well, this, you know, the special report was released last week um, by what was the yeah. special counsel? Was it Robert Herr or whatever his so name wait, is? What it, I, I heard something briefly. What is this? Oh, did, yeah. they, did they do this? Did they do this for Trump, too? Did they do this for every president? Well, they did What's it because special- they... What is this? They they found um, remember well they found the classified documents you know at Trump's where Mar- Mar-a-Lago um, and then the same thing with Biden Biden they found classified uh, documents um, <laughs> like all over like in his garage in his house somewhere else yeah, under so, my bed excuse yeah, me yeah yeah so when you find classified documents I guess they're not supposed to leave the classified area so um, yeah so both of them were um, investigated Trump was indicted I think but uh, I, I stopped following Trump's indicted every other day so I don't ever know what's going on with that. Um, but yeah, the, the, but the special counsel that they formed to investigate this on Joe Biden uh, described Biden in his report as um, an elderly man with poor memory, and therefore um, he he couldn't um, you know go through this special trial or anything like that because he was he was basically too incompetent. Elderly man with poor memory is what he said. So that really, and then Biden went on to have a p- press conference after that and completely blew himself up he couldn't remember um all kinds of things he was really struggling so it's there's it's no way alarming. <laughs> now look i thought that trump uh, trump would have killed him in 2020 yeah. there's no way 81 million people voted no. for that guy like they said there is no uh, way i mean uh, now here's here's a rumor that has been going around for our lighten up listeners i have heard that mm-hmm. sometime in May, uh, they are going to uh, take him off as mm-hmm. running for president, and they're going to tr- and they're going to uh, somehow fix it so they can nominate uh, uh, Michael Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Michael, wait, who's my? Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. Did you? Because mm-hmm. that's a man, baby. That's uh, baby. Did you hear that? Uh, is yeah. That, is I've... that any talk going on in in America about definitely... like uh, Michelle Obama running against Trump? Yeah, I've definitely heard rumblings of that, like over time, you know, over the past even year. And then, you know, I don't know what the legalities are of getting on the ballot, like in the states and whatever. But, you know, I, I don't put it past uh, the liberals to figure a way out to get her get, get him on there. So right. <laughs> him, he, she, whatever. He, me. It, they. Yeah. Well, I know, so but... I, I, it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch um, oh. here in Israel. Right. Lucky for you. You're not here. Well, it will affect Israel. I really hope Trump wins because I guarantee you this 
this terrorism and this True. war will come to an end quickly. And I have still have my money in America and, and I'm still in the stock market and, right. uh, you know, point. I need, I need yeah. the economy to, to get better. So, uh, because yeah. I got to tell you, Pretty soon, I'm probably going to be homeless in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> if we keep going with this old man, elderly man with poor memory. Is that yeah. how you want your leader described? Ooh. Oh, my God. So yeah. anyway, I know. Yeah. Anyway, I got to uh, somehow get a job in Israel. I don't know what I'm going to do, but. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can become right. president of the United States. You know, Biden can do it. Anyone can. <laughs> well. Right now, I've, I've, as I've talked about in the last couple episodes, I'm, I'm flunking Olpan, which is where uh, oh. I, go to, I go to school every day to learn Hebrew. And right. I'm in like the lowest level. And I, <laughs> I need to be in a level below. I need to be like where the special kids are learning <laughs> Hebrew. That's where I need to be. I take the small bus. You're below every, it. I, I take the small bus to school every day. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm what they call a glass licker. <laughs> well, no, I see nothing's changed since high school. That's right. <laughs> You're consistent, if nothing else, Stephen. <laughs> I, I can't get this language. It's a liberal's dream out here because um, uh, the, in the language, uh, the Hebrew word uh, for the if you want to say she, it's he. And if you oh. want to say if you want to say him, it's or he, it's who. <laughs> oh wow and, oh my god and it's so it's so confusing for me and like certain objects like you know how in most foreign languages you when you're speaking to a woman you have to say in the feminine side the feminine right okay yeah now in hebrew it works the same way but also in hebrew there are certain words there are certain inanimate inanimate objects that are considered female and male uh, like for instance yes. Like in America, if you want to say the word toilet, it's just a toilet. Toilet. But here yeah. in Israel, it's a female. All oh. toilets are females. <laughs> um, if you want to say that the Hebrew word for a table is sholchan, but a table is a male table. It's got male genitalia. Oh. A car is a female. So it's like. A door is a female. I mean, I don't know what, who's male, who's female. Who's who's female? female. I don't get this. I and I, I said to my teacher, I'm like, is there who? What what word? What Hebrew word can I use for a non-binary? Is there a Hebrew <laughs> word for a non-binary? How is an inanimate object have male parts and female parts? But apparently in Hebrew they do, and I'm getting very upset, Roya. <laughs> you want a non-binary toilet? I don't blame you. I just a toilet is a toilet. It's not male. It's not female. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough. It's and I mix, confusing. I mix, yeah. I mix it up all the time. So when I'm speaking to people, and when I'm, if I if I call, I I speak to a woman, I refer to her as a man, or vice versa. And they and the Israelis, they get all bent. Hey, hey, that's a female. I'm like, you know what I'm I'm saying? You. I'm sorry if I refer to you as a female, but you know what I mean. And it's 2024. Everyone's everything now. Everyone's right? everything. Female. So yeah. who cares? Here's how I refer you. I mean, Israelis—they're all uh, bent out of shape. They—they they still believe in two, uh, two genders. Do you believe oh, that? Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. The one place on earth that you go to still believes in two genders, and you have to learn the language. Right. Boy, oh boy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I just went on a, a rant. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. With practice, you're going to get better, and those those things like that will come with practice. The more you talk, well, says here. me, who never learned a foreign language. Yeah, well, our, you know, for our listeners, don't know you're half Iranian. Your father's from Iran. Which I don't we've... speak a lick. <laughs> <laughs> I took French for like a hundred years in high school, college. I don't. I remember like three words. 
<laughs> oh my god well here speaking of man women but nine banner non-binary here's a story so apparently uh the mexican president is in hot water it says mexico's president apologizes for calling a trans lawmaker a man dressed as a woman <laughs> so apparently in this in the in the president's uh, party, right. there's, there's a transgender person who is part of the government and okay. he called he called i don't know it says here andre his name is uh, Andre Manuel Lopez. Uh, he misgendered a member of his own political party, Salmo Lovano, one of the first trans people to become a federal lawmaker in Mexico. And it says here, uh, President Lopez. Hey, see, President Lopez, I'm sorry if I called you a man, but you look like a man. Uh, it says here Tuesday for he had to apologize. They forced him to apologize for misgendering a transgender representative in his uh, political party. And Lopez over the weekend met with Salma, met with the tranny, uh-huh. uh, one of the first trans people to become a lawmaker. But a day later referred to her as a man dressed as a woman. That's what he said. <laughs> hey, you're just a man dressed as a woman. You know, I don't care. Uh, call up Joe Biden, you know, if you want to you want to do that. Um, <laughs> it says uh, when questioned why he greeted uh, him, her <laughs> as a public event with a kiss on the cheek. Uh, oh, he I guess he kissed her on the cheek. I don't know. It says here, uh, I want to offer an apology to a colleague who identifies as a woman. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it says various members of the LGBTQ community uh, express solidarity with this person. Oh, um, and it oh. says uh, it says here uh, he offered an apology. Uh, f- uh, oh, it says here today. Uh, this is what the transgender person said. It said, today, President Lopez offered an apology for misgendering me. The lawmaker later is wrote. That the voice? That's the vote. That's the, that's my voice. I may look like a woman, but I talk like a man. And it says here, the pla- uh, it says here, this statement is very important uh, because it makes a visible fight that has taken us decades. And then she says, I am a woman and that is not up for discussion. Mm, please pass the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the mexican president is in hot water he's in hot water oh boy is Mexico listening no but spain is <laughs> i love how that's how he's in hot water but but not not for his like policies or anything but for his little misgendering right <laughs> oh what does this world come to steven i just don't right. know I just don't know that's a good story yeah um, I do want to say real quickly, since this is Israel News Talk Radio, and uh, I do want to say some good news here, um, which you like this story. Uh, this is awesome, actually. It says, so apparently on Monday, uh, may, mm-hmm. no, maybe, uh, when, when did this happen? I don't know. This is big news here in Israel. Uh, it says here, uh, they rescued, the IDF rescued two uh, hostages. Oh. It said, uh, uh, soldiers protected hostages with their bodies under heavy fire. It says here, uh, IDF spokesperson Daniel Hagari on Monday morning today revealed the details of a dramatic hostage rescue operation. Now, I read this article. This is unbelievable. This is like wow. straight out of a video game. Listen to this. It yeah. says um, these, these people um, are amazing. Yeah, the, the special forces are amazing. Ugh. It says here uh, the hostage rescue operation earlier on Monday morning that successfully extricated or ex- whatever. They saved uh, <laughs> two guys, uh, Fernando Simon Marmon, 61 mm-hmm. And uh, another guy, Norberto Luis, uh, he's at age 70 from Hamas. Mm-hmm. The operation was carried out by the Shin Bet, the IDF, mm-hmm. and Israel police. 
uh, counterterrorism officers. And it says uh, they brought him to the hospital. They checked him out. It says here early in the morning at 1.49 mm-hmm. a.m., the special forces broke into a building in the heart of Rafah. Mm-hmm. Um, it says there on the second floor, Luis and Fernando were being held by armed Hamas terrorists. From the moment the building was breached, the Yamam commandos protected Luis and Fernando with their bodies while an intense gunfight battle began. Wow. Air support allowed the soldiers to target the Hamas terrorists. And uh, it says at this Oof. stage, the soldiers took the hostages out of the apartment and rescued them under fire until they reached uh, the safe zone. They took them to, um, by helicopter to wow. Sheba Hospital and re- reunited them with their families. It was, uh, they said it was very intense and very emotional. And very and emotional. Operate, they said the, the IDF said they've been planning this for a long time, I guess, through uh, intelligence. They, they right. knew where they were. Knew where and they so were. It, it's just unbelievable. Uh, I, it's like out of straight out of a video game. It's just, yeah, oh, I, the, the, I the got chills. That's incredible. So thank God. But I think there, there's still about 134 hostages left. <sighs> well, I guess they're all in different places. That's the, right. I mean, is that the. So, the, so you have to, like you said, there has to be intelligent on intelligence on each, you know, each individual where they are, and it's it's very sad. It's yeah. a terrible but it's, thing. But to have, the but these two guys got rescued. I just wanted to share that with uh, with the uh, Lighten Up family, the Incredible. Lighten Up world, Israel yeah. News Talk Radio. So God bless the IDF. Excellent news. Excellent news. That is excellent news. news. Yeah. Especially for a Monday, that definitely lightens things up. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll all be home in uh, in a very short time. Hopefully, you know. And yep. you know what? God yep. forbid if that was if Joe Biden was in charge of this operation, Joe Biden would be rescuing Hamas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so done with him. I'm so he would say, ah, grab the terrorists. Yeah. They're in trouble. <laughs> They're in trouble too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh boy. Anyway, oh. I want to finish up with a, a crazy story here. Um, this is a funny story. I think you'll I like. like crazy. Yeah, I like crazy. Yeah. Uh, this story here, here it comes. It says here, a pigeon was suspected of being a Chinese spy released by police in India after being detained for eight months. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so sad. Poor thing. I know. It says here, detectives suspected a bird was involved in an espionage after it was captured near a port in Mumbai. It was found with two rings tied to its legs, featuring words that appeared to be Chinese. So because there was Chinese words written on this, this pigeon's leg, they said, oh, they said, this, 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 this pigeon is a Chinese spy. Grab it quick. And they detained the pigeon for eight months, probably tortured the pigeon, stretched oh out its wings, probably, oh. like, you know. Fed him dog food, and you know right. they found they found out that the note said "Kung Pao Chicken." <laughs> he was delivering. He was like a drone delivering Chinese takeout. That's right. The bird was <laughs> delivering Chinese food in India, and these guys think he's a spy. How stupid are you? How stupid? Yeah, it was probably somebody's pet, and they put a little you know band on his leg. Oh, that's months. terrible, poor guy. Oh, yeah months in captivity it emerged that the creature was an open water racing bird from taiwan which had escaped and flown to india so it's actually a bird that they that, that i guess the chinese uh, we use for racing uh, racing put what, the, like sport? Put the, uh, yeah put the put the note on there saying uh, he wants the kung pao chicken and let him go see how fast he get our food he wants extra extra brown sauce <laughs> extra right. fried rice oh my gosh that poor thing Aww. That is stupid. Talk about stupid. <laughs> That's right. He's a spy. 
Okay. You think that bird can get the uh, Chinese food in 10 minutes? <laughs> he <Anyway>. should sue. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, Roya, we have 60 seconds left. Do you believe that? The show's over. Oh, well, that was fun. Feel back on track, Stephen. Roya, I, first yeah. I want to thank you for coming on the show. God bless you. I need you on this show. Well, uh, please, please show me. up next week. Uh, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> and uh, no, you no will promises. do it. You will do it. No, I will. Uh, and uh, I just want to calendar while we're on the phone. <laughs> as as I end every show, I just want to bless the IDF soldiers. May yeah. uh, Hashem bless the, uh, the the soldiers in the south in Gaza, up north, and the hostages. May He bring them back. And, of course, uh, God bless you, uh, Roya, and God bless all of our listeners. Yes. And um, I wish everyone uh, Shavua Tov and a good week. And good I look week. forward to speaking to everybody and, uh, next week. Shavua Tov, everybody!